0: Here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833 212 1017 is the number. So if you're checking me out, you can hit me on Twitter at Dr. Ken's Truth, or you can just check out LinkedIn and see this opening each and every day, Monday through Friday. Right here. Only new 1017 the truth. 833 212 1017 is the number. So I got a question, as usual, that I have every day. Something I see, something I question, something about the community that we live in, the community that we love so much, the community that we strive to make sure that we get it all together, right? Well, here's my question, right? And anybody that wants to answer it, did I say that right? Anybody that wants to answer it can answer it. My my issue is I talk too fast and then I slur my words and then people don't understand what I'm saying, but it's, it's pretty clear. And I have a question. How, let me fix this for a second. I mean, so I can look okay. I, mean, I don't want to look all crazy. So how do you give back to your community? That's what I want to know. I've been hearing about it for God knows how many decades, at least six When I was in the womb, I was probably hearing about, you got to give back to your community, civil rights, Uh, right? Can somebody explain to me what that even means? Can somebody explain to me what giving back to your community actually means? And why is it so important in the black community? I don't hear a lot about that in many other communities except ours. And that's what I want to know. I want to know why is it so big and so important. And, and I'm I'm speaking. I kind of know the answer. I have my own ideas, but I would rather know yours. Eight, three, three, two, one, two, one, zero, one, seven is. The number. I mean, what does it actually mean? I give back to my community and people are so happy. Oh, it's great. But what does that even mean? Why is it even important to give back in the black community? January is mentoring month. We talk about mentoring. We talk about doing all those things. But where has any of this stuff gotten us? Like, like, what are we doing? Why are we so driven to give back? Why are we not taking care of our own families, but we're taking time to take care of somebody else's family or being caught out on the carpet because someone else thinks we're not doing what we should do. Well, who are you? Who made you the arbiter of whether or not I'm giving back to my community? But I'm back to at, at the beginning. What, what is it? What does that mean? What, what is the definition of giving back to your community? Why is it so important for black people to give back to their community? And why we're so driven What's the benchmark? Like, is there a goal for giving back? Like, where, where is it when I can say, okay, I gave back or I didn't give back? Is it how many hours I spend? Is it how many days I spend? Is it how many people I've helped? And, and when you say helped people, did you get money? Did, is it graduation? Is it clothes? Is it food? What is it? Is it all of that? Is it none of that? I don't understand it personally because it never seems to end. I need a measure of what it is giving back. I need a measure. I need a goal. I need a benchmark that tells me this is what it means to actually give back. Because I'm not liking the people that say, hey, I give back. Okay, how? Like, what exactly did you do? Who did you talk to? How many people have you helped? And I got some people coming in in the 5 o'clock hour that's going to be talking about just that. So we're going to be talking to a community organization, a fraternity, to talk about what they do in the community and why they do it in the community and what what it does, what it returns. Because I think we've gotten stuck trying to figure out how many people we get stuck giving thousands of dollars, thousands of, well, dozens of thousand dollar scholarships to people who are going to schools that cost $60,000 a year. And then they don't make it after a year and a half and then they're back and we're going, huh? Why are you back? Because I don't have any money and and I don't want to go into debt so that I'm working into my 50s and 60s and 70s paying off school loans. Like they have a school loan that's higher than their mortgage on their house. So when we say give back, when we say, hey, we got to take care of our community, what does that mean? 833-212-1017 is the number. Who gets to say I gave back? And if so, why does the black community still struggle today? We get, So let me see. We had the silent generation. And then we had the baby boomer generation. And then we had the Gen X generation. And then we had the millennial generation. And then we had the Gen Z generation. And we still struggle. Why do we still struggle? Why does the black community still Talk about giving back, talk about mentoring, talk about all these things. But yet, are we really seeing the return on it? And that's a question I'm asking. I'm not saying we do or we don't. I'm asking that question. What is the return that we get giving back to the community? What's the definition What does that mean? How do you measure it? But I guess the operative question is that if you gave back, why does the black community still struggle? You know why? Because in my eyes, in my voice, in my work, nothing's changed.
0: And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 101.7 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth. The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. I wish I wish that I was all the proof, I wish I wish that I was all <laughs> I'm stripping on my words and my patience writing every verse tell you how I feel, how I feel, how I feel. This is how I deal, how I deal, how I deal with who I
1: once was. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. If you have a son and you are interested in figuring out whether or not they can get some money for college or they can win, Mr. Botillion, we have... Um, Two, two people coming in from the Alpha Phi Alpha Botillion. Well, technically, it's the Alpha Botillion. And they'll be coming in and talk about it. Kwaku uh, T'Angelo Cargyle and Terrell Freeman will be coming in. In the 5 o'clock hour to talk about it. So if you got a son and you might want, well, I I think it's $5,000. But if you got a son who you think can hustle up some money and do some stuff and win, at least five the first year to go to college instead of this little, you know, pittance we give people. And we all happy they went away to school. Hey! And then a year and a half later, they're back and they don't have any money. Um, Yeah. We years ago, at least 30 years ago, decided to do something about that. And we'll, we'll talk about the people who stepped up and got those things done. The people that stepped up. Um, yeah. We'll talk about all that, the history and where it's going. I'm also interested in other organizations coming on. So if you have anything that's going on, you know, the AKA Cotillion, the Kappa, the Kappa League, all that. If you got stuff that's going on and you're trying to promote it in terms of letting the the community know exactly what's going on and what you're actually doing to fix it, what the goals are. See, the Alpha Botillion goal is to have you graduate and get a job, graduate and go to two-year or four-year university. That's it. That's it. And we facilitate that. We give you what we believe are some good tools to take to college, to help you matriculate, graduate. And gone about your business. Leave. Come back to Milwaukee. Be great. That's all. That's it. In a nutshell. Same thing for the ladies. Same thing for the men. We do just men. We just we just do boys who are becoming grown men. That's all. So they'll be in in the five o'clock hour. You can harass them and give them a call. Hit them on the talking text line. All that stuff up uh, 8332121017 before the break i was talking about in my open whether or not is the black community really really making strides like we say we are are we really doing what we believe we're doing are we are we really giving back quote unquote to the community where when we're done There's a return. Now, I see it. I see things, right, that are in our community that are doing well. So you have stuff, thank you, like MKE Fellows, Alpha Botillion, Kappa League, um... You've got some other men's organizations that are that are doing things, 100 Black Men. You have um, other organizations. up, <laughs> But in the end, that benchmark you have, we need X amount of people to do this, X amount of people to do that. We need to graduate X amount of people. It's difficult by finding mentors for individual kids because everybody wants to do the group thing because sometimes being an individual mentor is perceived as being dangerous because many times people will accuse you of things or say things about you or, and you know, what's the old saying? You know, once you get stink on you, it's, it's hard to get it off. And so we have to be cognizant of that so that we can really make sure we're helping people. And sometimes that means you have to do it from a distance and that's unfortunate. Well, I see a lot of the male fraternities as opposed to female anyway. Um, I see the male fraternities who really do a good job at understanding what it takes to do group mentoring and group things of that nature. That's why we have organizations like mentor Milwaukee with Linnell Ramey and, and a host of other things that are going on. But, but when we say give back, I really don't like, I mean, I kind of get it, but, I really don't get it. So talking text line says, Happy New Year, Dr. Ken. Keep up this from Midi, Mr. Midi. Um All communities spend time cleaning up, help in their communities except the Brown community. No, that's not true. That's not true. Don't let a homicide rate in the city of Milwaukee dictate how you think and feel about black people, even though 90 percent of that time is from the north side, even though 90 percent of that is is from the north side and it's black people, don't let the community be tagged by what the media decides they are. We, we decide that. He went on to say, build your own race and the rest will take care of themselves. Well, what if they start? Well, part of it is we 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 started trying to take care of ourselves and they came in and burned everything down and burned us out of houses and did what they did to Tulsa. Did what they did in Florida and
0: Texas and Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, North Carolina. So, OK. All right.
1: So even when you try to build it by yourself. People that don't like it and I had a conversation with somebody today. And by the way, if you have a comment, 833-212-1017 is the number. I had a comment with somebody today and I talked about the fact that, and this this is my point of view. I'm pretty sure you'll disagree. The race that we run today is not the racial race that we win, That that we ran before. We will win based on economics. That's just me. I think that we're spending an inordinate amount of time looking at race with people that don't care, people that don't see race. And if you don't see race, I don't care. That means you don't see me. I'm okay with that, but it's time to move on. It's time to say, you know what? I'm done with this. He goes on to say Brown race is full of takers and scammers. That's why they still struggle too much. Take no action. That's a lie. Madi, I'm telling you right now, that's a lie. I got nine divine nine organizations I can point to where 95% of the people that are in them are the movers, the shakers, and the people in our community that when all else fails, we step up. If you throw in Prince Hall Masons and Eastern Stars, I think you got a significant number of people in the black community that that say it and then do it. So with that, Mr. Medea, I think you're wrong. He went on to add that, unfortunately, the drug man has the most support, period. No, I don't think so. I think, Mr. Madee, you should take some time and go visit a HBCU. Go visit a UW-Whitewater where a lot of our kids. Go Go visit a UW-Oshkosh where the black ones that are there are doing it. I'm just saying. Go, go through some of these fraternities and sororities and look at the struggles that were there and they made it so you can you can look at the timber of a person based on what they've been through and i i completely and totally disagree with you completely and totally talking text line says my thing is giving back to the kids i don't know what that means sometimes helping out the kids helps the parents This year was my first toy giveaway, and the biggest thing was seeing the kids smile, and that alone helps even the parents smile. You know I'm going to look at this from the other side as well, right? Okay. To answer your second question, if we don't keep our money in the black community for days, it's only ours. That's one of the many reasons. That That I agree with. And I talked about that yesterday. Is spending money in the black community racist? No. I think what's racist is not keeping your money in the black community. The the fight is economic. If we keep getting stuck on race, if we keep getting let if we keep letting people throw in Donald Trump's name and take us off and distract us from what we're doing. 2023 is going to be a long year. The people that are telling black people that there's no recession, they're idiots. There's a recession. If you believe it's not a recession in the black community, something's wrong with you. If you don't believe there's a recession in the white community, something's wrong with you. There's a technical recession. We've had a number of quarters where GDP was negative. That's called a recession. Now we're on what? Quarter number four. Like, what, what, right? No, we were, we hit quarter number three last quarter. So, what are we at? Quarter number going, we're in quarter number five. I mean, we'll find out March 31st, April 1st. But I don't, I don't think we have far to tumble because we're, we're doing, it's pretty tough and it's going to get tougher. Politics is local and everything's about money. Don't let people lie to you and tell you politics are going to look at what they're doing in Washington, D.C. They can't swear in new people in the House of Representatives because they can't decide who they're going to vote for, for Speaker of the House. And for a history lesson, the Speaker of the House
0: can be anybody.
1: They don't even have to be elected.
0: More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: Truth in the afternoon. I'm your host, Doctor Kim Harris. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the dump. I hope nobody calls. Be like, hey, I mean, just take them call. Hey, what's going on? They be like, oh, and and no, nah, don't. I, I wouldn't do that because I don't have that. The button. I don't. I don't. It's not here. The top what and the bottom what? See, see, I'm done. <laughs> the, the ones that aren't lit up. See, that's what I'm talking about. 833 1017 is the number. Yes, we're still growing. We're still working. We're still doing all sorts of things here. On the new 1017, The Truth. When Wabatosa police last week started a pursuit with a driver who refused to pull over, they kind of didn't know what to expect, and the chase ended. Serious crash, a foot chase in Milwaukee, two people arrested, and then they discovered their car was full of stolen mail. Okay, so let me get this right. I can't drive. I can't walk. I can't take the garbage out. Can't take the bus. Can't drive on the expressway. And now wanna wanna mail something? Can put in the mailbox. An investigation revealed that at least some of it was taken minutes earlier from a blue U.S. Postal Service mailbox on North Avenue near Wawatosa City Hall. Wawatosa police are still investigating how the men obtained the key they used to steal the mail, opening the mailbox, but then so called arrow keys can be used to open any blue mailbox in the zip code those same arrow keys gave mail care, give mail carriers access to community mailboxes like those in apartment buildings so those keys also can grant access to thieves as well WISN's uh, this came from wisn.com WISN's sister station in cincinnati said it's a growing problem nationwide they highlighted mail theft using the stolen keys after a letter carrier there was robbed of his arrow Key. He could be heard on police body camera telling officers, my scanner just scans packages. He can't do nothing with that. But he's got my key to the apartment buildings. That's a universal key. So the U.S. Postal Inspection Service said thieves are targeting personal checks. Criminals are able to steal the bank account information or even wash the pen ink off and change the payee and amounts. The stolen checks are also sold in bulk on the dark web. U.S. Postal Inspector Paul Ecker said the main tip regarding the collection boxes is is to not deposit mail inside the collection box after the last posted collection time. So if it closes, if the last collection time is at 4 p.m., if it's after 4 p.m., don't put no mail in it. Pat Geist of Wawatosa said he uses that same mailbox near City Hall three times a month to mail checks to pay bills. And after learning about the mail theft there, though, he said he won't be using that box anymore. But is any box safe? Does anybody even still mail anymore? Wawatosa police said the two men in their case have criminal charges pending. Mail theft is a federal case punishable by prison terms up to five years for even a single piece of mail stolen. What would you want done if your mail got stolen? Like what what would you want done if someone came in, took your information, even though they got caught, they sold it on the dark web. And now your information is, you know, your routing numbers and everything are just there. That's interesting. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What would you do if your mail got stolen? I have one of those. Um, what do you call it? Informed delivery. Matter of fact, do do you do you have informed delivery? I do. And so what I do is when my mail is being delivered, it tells me this is the mail that you should be getting today. Right. So the reason it does that is because I've had issues with mail people who decided they didn't like the mail I got or they disagreed with mail I got. And all of a sudden um, mail disappeared. And then I would go to the post office and complain and they would be like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. That, That doesn't make any sense to me. For instance, Today, I got to go check my mailbox because I can see my mailbox remotely. And I watched the person put mail in. Now, if it it was, I only got like two pieces of mail today. So if I go in and look and it says, and I look at it and it's only one piece, I then go in and I fill out this form and say, hey, I didn't get all my mail today. Now, I also understand they're short. They're very short. So I kind of give them some room, you know, show some love, give them a break. They're working hard. But then at some point, if I don't do what I'm supposed to, if I take a stamp, you think somebody from the post office is going to put a stamp? Oh, by the way, you know, if you, if you put a stamp on upside down, will they mail it? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Anybody work for the post office? 833-212-1017. You can can keep your name anonymous. Uh, Can I send a letter with a stamp upside down? Let's find out. Nope. Can you? Put a stamp upside down. No, so long as it is the correct amount of package and placed in the proper place, the machines that cancel the stamps to sort the mail don't care which way it is. Now this is from Quera, so I don't know. Kyle's source said it doesn't matter. Okay. Watch me mail something it gets sent back. Your stamp is upside down. I was listening to you on the radio.
2: <laughs> then all complaints that can he can send it to me and I can send it to my source.
1: I got sources.
2: The Your source.
1: <laughs> but I'm going to send them to Kyle's source. So Somebody says, I'm gonna be like, that's Kyle. Y'all mad y'all mad at Kyle. Not me. Not me. But I was always under the impression that, well, I'm sure if the stamp is in the wrong place, they won't mail it. But do kids use stamps anymore? When was the last time you used a stamp, Kyle?
2: I just go to the post office if I need to mail something and I Can <laughs> you it stand in line. line? You say what? You stand in line for a stamp? Yeah, I mean most of the stuff that I send is going to be emailed or paid online. Wow.
1: The bad in our communities have over five hundred thousand of our race perishing every year. It can be avoided at least half the death from medical issues. Then he added, "If my mail gets stolen, it can be replaced. No problem. Even your checks, like even even your checks. Hmm, that's interesting." Because me, myself, I wouldn't. I I take my mail inside. I wait for the post office to open and then I walk in and I take my mail and I put it on the end. I take it and put it in the hand of the person. Have you seen people come in the post office and lay their stuff on the counter? Like they have all the packages on the counter. Like what's to stop somebody? Yeah. Let let me not say that. Let me not put that out in the universe because you know how folks get. They they get kind of weird. Especially if you put stuff out in the universe and then it comes back and it happens. Because next thing, you know, somebody will look up and blame me.
0: This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on Heaven The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. That's a shame because I don't even remember what we were talking about before the break because some folks walked into the studio and just took my... Well, was it really that important talking about mail? Was it really that important? I'm never using a mailbox again. I know that. I mean that's unfortunate but when your mail gets stolen that's why all these postal people have been getting robbed stealing their keys panicking cuz they huh too soon what's too soon what is that? the mail stuff well i mean what i think it's unfortunate that that happened and i and i'm glad the feds came in and and actually took that I hope they lock them up for life. don't don't get that twisted. Oh no, no, don't don't get that twisted. But I think it's 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 a pattern and when stuff like that happens in the beginning, right? when it happens at a lower level and nobody cares about it, oh, they just got robbed. No. think about what they're doing. it's going to escalate, and when it escalates, that's what happens. And I think it's unfortunate, but I hope when they find I think there's a third person missing or something, or did they get everybody? When they get them, they should charge them federally. And they should go to jail for at least, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Like make it so nobody has to bother with like. You'll have to remember that the crime actually happened because they've been in jail that long. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. 833-212-1017 is the number. Why are you sitting here smiling? Like, what is that about? I have some guests in the studio, but they they won't be on until the 5 o'clock hour. So I get to harass them, and I have the power of the entire internet. Airwaves, podcasts, and there's nothing they can say. I could tell stories, all sorts of fun things, but and I got some stories. So, uh, yeah. So the 5 o'clock hour, we've got some folks from I don't even know where they're from. They're not from the fraternity. They must be from the foundation. And they're going to be talking to you about the botillion. Not to be confused with a cotillion for girls, but they'll, they'll explain all that. I think they're educated enough to be able to do that. Maybe. Well, maybe one of them is. <laughs> Did you go to Marquette? Did you go to Marquette? Yeah. So one of y'all is. Ooh. That was mean. Eight three three two one two. Mr. Mede said, I have... Fraud, theft protection, any activity over a dollar, they call me or block all car. Over a dollar? That's kind of dim, dude. Like, why would you do it over a dollar? I had to make some hotel reservations, and I made over a certain amount. They started calling me, and they said, hey, is this fraud? And I said, no. The unfortunate part was I had to use a third-party hoteler because – the hotel was literally full and the only people that had rooms were the third party people. So I had to go to them and you know, they throw in a fee. So it ended up being a little more than if I booked it through the hotel, but the hotel literally had one room and I was like, this is how many weeks in the future? I only got one room left. Ah, well I need multiple rooms. So what are we doing? And so they had to come in and I had to go to one of those third party and Book the rooms. But I wasn't paying for it, so I didn't really care. (laughs) I really didn't care. I really didn't care. You know what? You know what I'm going to do, Kyle? I'm not going to wait till 5 o'clock. I'm going to start now. What do you mean you knew it? What do you mean you knew it? So we have in the studio with us uh, members of – the Alpha Botillion Committee. I'm I'm gonna let them explain where they're from. We also we have uh you want to be known by Quake? I'm not. So we <laughs> I gotta get you trouble. We have Kwaku T'Angelo Cargyle who who will tell some of the things he does in the community and 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 where he works and all that stuff. If he wants, he'll share what he wants. We also have Terrell Freeman, who's the chapter president of the Delta Chi Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And for all y'all crying who are in other organizations, if y'all want to come on, just holler at a brother. But don't be crying because we first. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, in multiple things, but I'm just saying. Um, So good afternoon and welcome. So hang on. All
3: right, we good? All right.
1: So how are you? Good afternoon. Thanks,
3: Thanks for having us. All right,
1: you can you can sit back and just relax. It'll it'll pick you. As long as you talk straight into it, it'll pick it up,
3: no matter where you are. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Oh yeah, right there. How you doing this afternoon, Doctor Kim? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I can't complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yes, you could. <laughs> you could probably walk here, couldn't you? You know, I can always complain about something, but you know, it's <laughs> a good day.
1: <laughs> Shocking, Terrell <laughs> Freeman not complaining about something.
3: New year, new year. Oh, this is going to be precious. look. That's almost as bad as me. New New Year, new me. Ooh, that's, that's really? what we telling people.
2: Original,
1: ah.
3: wow! <laughs>
2: Look, you going back to the
3: original? Uh
1: oh, we in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. That's that. That's that. Ju- okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> so um, so what? What do you do, Quake? You you you've been in the like I've known you since you were oh man, 16, 17, 17 years yeah. old. Mm,
2: that's a fact. Yeah, that's and so fact. now
1: you're. Don't tell how old you are because I want people getting all in your business. And, yeah.
2: No, life is good. Uh, in My previous role, I was at the Office of Violence Prevention, right. which is a part of the health department. Uh, transitioned from there about a year ago. I'm um, now the executive director of the brand Lab Milwaukee, which is a national organization uh, where our mission is to change the face and voice of the marketing and advertising industry um, by creating a buy talent pipeline into the industry. Um, so it's been a privilege to be in this role. Uh, like I said, I'm a little over a year. Okay. Um, outside of that, um, do some service here and there. I'm the most previous board chair for New Concept Self-Development Center, New Concept Self-Development Center. They're still around? Yes. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Over 40 years. Over 40 years. Um, I was on that board for eight years. Um, Also on the board. So that board's actually been around longer than you've been alive. It's a fact. Wow. It's a fact.
1: Okay.
2: I almost said my age, but I remember what you said. There you go. Uh, But I I can't complain about too much. I, I love service. Uh, Ken instilled that in me very early in my 17-year-old self. (laughs) Uh, Got to go to a a workshop with Ken. I didn't know where I was going, but I showed up and Ken just instilled some wisdom in me. And Uh when I I went through the botillion, I saw him in Alpha Land and, you know, I'd have seen him multiple times. And here we are today. He's known me for over half my life. So
1: I did not pay him for that (laughs) at all.
2: Venmo, <laughs> Cash App,
3: PayPal. Okay. I knew, I knew he was going to say that. Right. Got, got a dollar like that uh, last caller was talking about. Hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> got to shut
3: it down. All Terrell right.
1: Freeman. Yes. Marquette sir. graduate. I'm sorry, uh, Kwaku, where did you graduate
2: from? UW Milwaukee.
1: UW Milwaukee.
2: Yes, indeed. Pentagon. Degree
1: in
3: American Sign Language Studies. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And you, Terrell Freeman. Yes. Marquette University. Marquette yeah. University. Okay. Uh, exercise physiology. I uh, did some time in the physical, th- physical therapy program as well. Uh, well what would what I do? Uh, I'm the packaging and production co-manager for Central Standard Craft Distillery, a uh, local distillery here in Milwaukee. Uh, I'm also the uh, defensive coordinator for Milwaukee-Riverside University High School Football. So I've been doing that for... Ugh.
1: And you do the fraternity, six you years. do the, the foundation, you do the. Uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. uh,
3: chapter president. Uh, Delta Chi Lambda chapter here okay. in uh, Alpha Alpha in Milwaukee. Um, the um, chairman, Tiangelo, Unquicku oh, is the co chairman. I'm the chairman of the Botillion. I think this is probably year six or seven uh, of being a chairman. So I've been doing that. Uh, do a lot of stuff, whatever. Year six or seven? I think this is year, year six or seven. I look, a day
1: over 14. <laughs> Six
3: or seven. I feel like
1: it. The
2: things you can say on
1: the radio. Yeah. And and so when when we come back, I really want to dive into how people that are listening can actually get their sons in a program that can help them if they decide to go to college, go to college, decide to go to a two year, four year, or even work Mm -hmm. or go into the trades. Mm -hmm. They can they can generate some money for themselves. Even if you don't win Mr. Botillion, you can actually generate some money for yourself, have some money in your pocket, pay for books, some tuition money, stuff like that. Absolutely. But more importantly, I want to get into some of the things you talk about as it relates to how to make them transition from, from, from boyhood or teenage to manhood. Because mm, I true. think that's, those are some of the things that are missing in our community.
3: Definitely. Definitely one of the focuses that we have for work. Okay. Yeah. And so how many, how many weeks does that take? Uh, we go about 16 weeks total, 16, 17 weeks, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, okay. If you're
1: lucky, 16. <laughs> a week. No, no wonder I wouldn't work <laughs> with y'all. That's a whole semester. It's a commitment. Yeah. That is a, that is a whole semester that you're doing. And so when yes, we come back, we're going to talk to uh Kweku, T'Angelo Cargyle, Terrell Freeman from the Alpha Battalion, and really dive into what your son who and we'll look at the age they have to be, uh, the time commitment they're going to have to give, and the things they're going to. Yes, we we chose seniors for a reason. Yeah, it's tough, but you can get it done. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, Alpha Botillion.